It's the Michelle the Trainer Show with your host, Michelle the Trainer. Michelle the Trainer. MTT is Michelle the Trainer. Aloha and welcome to episode 19 of the Michelle the Trainer Show. Today's very special guest star is Milena Rangeloff. She's a PhD student of engineering. She's a blogger and a creator. She responds to questions on Quora, Q-U-O-R-A, with 10 ideas. She does research in material engineering and writes daily. That's actually how we met online, writing idea lists daily to become, and we have become, idea machines. Milena Rangeloff wants to live in the world where more people use their creative potential on a daily basis. And as a creator of numerous idea lists for Quora, she's been published on Inc.com and Huffington Post. I really enjoy my time with her. We spend a lot of time writing online. Enjoy the episode and have a great day. Aloha. It's the Michelle the Trainer Show. And today we have from Serbia via Washington State, my good friend Milena Rangelov, R-A-N-G-E-L-O-V, and she has been a Quora superstar, Q-U-O-R-A, and we're going to tell you about Quora and why we think it's awesome and you should join us there. Good morning, Milena. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Hey. So, all right, you were the one who dragged me into Quora. Again, everybody, it's a website. You can look it up, Q-U-O-R-A. So tell me all about it. So Quora is a type of social network. And uh, it's a place where people ask other people many questions and many people answer other people's questions. So it might sound kind of like, oh, is that all? (laughs) But it's really awesome. It's really nice because people are really investing a lot of time and effort to make their answers as, as cool, as creative as possible, like not to rewrite what everyone else wrote before that. And it's really good uh, place to share your knowledge, share your expertise, your care uh, for a certain topic, make new friends, learn new things. So Quora is a really good thing. Yeah, I think Quora is really, Quora has, it's, it just seems like it, it's more of the cerebrals. It, it's, it's a lot of intellectuals. It's not asking questions like ask Jeeves. I mean, it's sort yes. of like almost an encyclopedia. It's like beyond Wikipedia because people can answer and you've got some very, very qualified people answer, answering and you've got some very creative people answering. But because of the upvoting in the comments, you know, the answers get upvoted. And so, you know, it can be yeah. it can be harsh. <laughs> you Sometimes. can get upvoted, you can get downvoted. But if you've got something to say and, and you got a good answer and you know you're confident, it could be worth the... Um, the overall experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you had one post that totally went viral. Tell me about it. So that one post was, uh, how can I simplify my life? So that was the yeah, question, uh, right? Just, the Quora question. Yeah, that was the Quora question. So yeah, just let me uh, give a brief info. So Michelle and I met in the group uh, Idea Machine. So we are listing 10 ideas every day. And that's how we practice our creativity, our introspection, mental workouts and that kinds of things. So, yeah, uh, then I decided to like expand my practice a little bit and try to answer questions on Quora with 10 ideas. So I started like writing, writing, writing many, many questions, many, many answers. And honestly, I forgot like what exactly did I write on this one? 
and then my Quora exploded. <laughs> uh, up to this point, I have like 7K of upvotes for that one. For I that don't know. one post about simple. <laughs> exactly. And then, uh, honestly, uh, I believe I had some much better answers, like for other things, like I invested much more creativity. I wrote a little bit counterintuitive, unexpected things. So yeah, but that one, that one was really, really good. And that what one was the was question really... again? So uh, that one was, how can I make my life simpler? And do you so, remember what category and, it was? Uh, it was, uh, let's see, like... Quora has a million categories. Yeah, so I, I, can, I can follow anything from the Pacific Ocean to project management to self-driving exactly. cars. So, Yes, yes. I'm following like interesting facts about India and I mean, many, many random things. So that was like philosophy of everyday life or life tips or something of the sort. Right. And then, I mean, idea was were very simple. So it was like, uh, I'm, I'm reading right now, don't watch TV before you organize, eliminate a lot, do one thing at a time, make meal plan and create your shopping list according to that, turn off notifications on your cell phone. I don't know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> really, really simple. Really? So, so we wanted to talk to you yeah. guys about Quora because we're totally into it. Uh -huh. And it's an awesome productivity tool. And it's really just a great way to spend. It's just so much more interesting than like watching TV or because you're engaged. You can do research to answer a question. You can read. You can queue up a reading list and you could read. If you want to go to Antarctica for vacation, you could queue up all the answers you want to read later about Antarctica. I mean, it's just kind of an awesome resource for productivity, learning, and contributing that is more interactive and more valuable than just like, you know, kind of like hanging out on Facebook or, you know, what all these other things that people are doing, you know, it, it's, it's better than cable, you know? Totally, totally, totally. So let's Don't... go through your list. You made another list. Yeah, we're Yay. like brainstorming addicts. We read the book idea machine by Claudia Zula Altucher and Milena and I are in a brainstorming group online where we've been listing 10 ideas a day for almost a year now. So she had the idea to start putting her list on Quora and then she got published on Inc. Magazine and Huffington Post. Totally. Yes. And then uh, it, what's funny is that uh, these, these answers, I really find them like very valuable and insightful but then they didn't receive as many upvotes as how can i make my life simpler so you never know but then quora is awesome to check the audience to see uh, what do people care about like what do people upvote a lot what resonates with people a lot and then this gave me a lot of confidence as well because you can see that your simple ideas can change someone's day like really and yeah that these are things people like not not like to hear in a bad sense, but like they need to hear, they need to be reminded of. So I believe all of us can make contribution, which is really good for your confidence, your writing confidence, your creative confidence. That's really good. Yeah. And it's wonderful because it's also international. Yes. So you yes. don't know what somebody in one country wants to ask could be totally different than somebody in another country. Yes, you know, we have, we, you know, most of us have not touched every single country. So you never know. So you're, so you, mm -hmm. you wrote a list, you sent me a list, 10 ways in which Quora can be a productivity tool. Yes. So number mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Number one, you can learn awesome productivity hacks on Quora. There are many, many topics 
uh, like productivity related posts and questions. I know I should write these down and join those categories. Productivity hacks, life hacks, what other categories would there be? Yeah, life tips. You can, you have like workout tips, uh, time management tips, uh, smart working, all kinds of things. Yes. And then, for instance, one that I read recently that really that, that was really good is like how do you uh, maintain the focus? And then Guy wrote a technique that's like gra graphology kind of thing. So you write a sentence in huge letters, then you write it next time a little bit smaller, a little bit smaller, a little bit smaller, a little bit smaller. And then like you write the same sentence 10 times and you make like small tornado. Wow. And and that boosts your focus. And I tried. It really works. <laughs> I, I never, yeah, that's something that I have never, ever heard before. I mean, we We're all gonna know, have like, to put that link in the show. Yeah, I, I'll, do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. That was a really cool thing. Like, we all know, like, oh, make to-do list, five things on your, on your to-do list, whatever. But this one was really uh, out of the box. And you can find a whole bunch of things like that. That's interesting. Okay, number two, you can reward award yourself with 10 minutes of Quora once you finish a task. Exactly. <laughs> so Quora is really uh, like very good thing to spend it's your time. It's a rabbit hole. It's it, a it, rabbit it, hole. It is. Well, we have, we have that, I think, somewhere down the list. And yeah, but you can, uh, that's really good time to spend, good way to spend uh, your 10 minutes for break. I always uh, try to find ways how to make my breaks like a little bit more productive, useful. And I think, Quora, spending some time in Quora is is a good thing. But and I also find that, again, I, I find that I'm always trying to break out of the, you know, we're box breakers. We want to break out of the box of our reality and our conditioning and everything else. And when you start, you know, you can grab a question. Like I, I answered a question about squid and I answered a question about, you know, glaciers melting. And, you know, there's just different things that you can get out of your zone. Even if you answer a question that you don't know the answer and you have to research the answer, That's I think true. it's just good brain fitness. Exactly. Valuable mental practice. Totally. Okay. okay number three, uh, you can practice your creativity on Quora like we all do. So Michelle and me, uh, we are a brainstorm geeks and yeah we love to do that so yeah exactly as you said you can do some research and then you can force yourself to come up with an answer like not force but push yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone to come up with answer to to formulate it in a nice way so it's really good it's really good and four and five are about the per for the perfectionists in the audience number four okay. number four you will learn the art of completion uh, so uh, on Quora, you will start writing answers and they will be saved as drafts. And I think at one point I have like 15 drafts and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I have to do something about it. So uh, it's really good because uh, you can uh, sometimes, for instance, writing a blog post or a book or something can be a really huge goal. And then answer for Quora can be really short, can be really small. And then you can uh, like complete it, uh, wrap it up, ship that's what really counts. So yeah, th that's, that's really finish good it, finish it and toss it over the fence. Exactly. Exactly. 
Okay, then five. It can give you additional confidence, like, okay, oh, I completed something today. That's really good. So, yeah, it will boost your productivity. Well, because there is something terrifying. Everything that we write and we submit to the internet, even the, the podcast, you know, I think my third or fourth podcast, I was like, wow, I've got a microphone and this is the internet. It's a powerful thing. <laughs> I mean, you can't forget that we are talking to the entire world on a microphone to the internet and the words that we type, you know, yeah. you never put the cat back into that bag. So it is important and it does, there should be some care. This is my, as much as I love Blab and Periscope and the, the, the live validation thing, I also think that there is a responsibility to the listeners and the readers that you do want, I don't want to be so much of a perfectionist that I never submit or publish, Yeah. but I don't want to be so much of a perfectionist that I never share. Yes, yes. And to hold yourself back because, yeah. And look that, at all the people who benefited from your simple answer. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So number five. You forget perfectionism. Uh, so you basically focus your on your answers to be useful, yeah, inspiring. Uh, your answers will never, ever be perfect. And, and then it's, and as, as, as I uh, wrote in the following part, so it's not your task to judge. It's your task to write and to ship. You never know. You never know. Like as as with my because <laughs> you don't know who's gonna judge. You don't you know. Yeah. And then I mean, you cannot. You can get some understanding, like what would people like, what people don't like. But then you never know what kind of response will you will you take. But uh, I know uh, I do, and I'm sure you do too. All day long, I get thank yous. Exactly. I do. I do as well. I do as well. Yeah. I get thank yous on comments. I get thank yous on answers. Mm -hmm. You know, I answered a question today about oatmeal and this woman sent me like five thank yous. I mean, yeah, (laughs) that's really nice. That's really nice. And then again, uh, sometimes I write an answer and I'm like, oh, this is not good. No one's going to like that. And then I force myself to ship to to submit it anyways. And then I get so many upvotes and they're like, oh, uh, what's that and then you cannot judge what will people like or not but yeah it's your task to do creative work and to ship sometimes you know i have i have different situation i'm like pumped up like oh my god this is awesome people are gonna love that and then i have five upvotes or whatever or you just then, hear nothing just, like tumbleweeds. Yeah, you don't know if anybody it's like did anybody ever see i spent seven days writing that post and i don't know yeah. if anybody ever saw it but the, yeah. it is it's to get you over the hurdle of perfectionism that perfections yourself into a corner of doing nothing exactly exactly I think my my uncle used to tell this story and I I still don't know if it was true he talked about this guy in a drafting class who had all the expensive papers and pencils and and erasers and when the teacher would come around he would criticize everyone and this guy would never write anything and he said well if I don't if I don't draw then I can't (laughs) yes yes exactly yeah you know it was it was that kind of story that if you don't do anything, you're never going to. Exactly. Yeah. And then I think there is a quote. I don't know if it's Aristotle or something. Yeah. Uh, it's like the easiest way to avoid criticism is to do nothing and be nothing. So, yeah. So much about that. And again, it's wonderful to be able to contribute. Again, we do, you know, you want to be able to contribute and you also want to be able to speak your truth and have your message. We all have Definitely. an opportunity to do that now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a big deal. Six big I deal. love because six is sort of what I want my next book to be, prioritization, and it's kind of a project management-y um, comment. 
yeah. So next one is, uh, in order to not get lost in the rabbit hole of Quora, you need to learn how to prioritize. So uh, what it means uh, is you need to like uh, choose uh, your own themes that interest you. So if you if you don't really like something, like unfollow without any pardon or anything, like you need to choose people whose writing you like, like who write inspiring, uplifting answers, interesting, thought-provoking answers, and then like not to involve in any sort of like uh, hate and uh, rude comments on that. And uh, yeah, I, I also think like, as we said, you can award, award yourself with 10 minutes of Quora. Uh, you need to schedule time on it because it's it's really interesting. It's really powerful, but you can you can. You do need to schedule time, time but it's true. You can mm -hmm. drive. You are driving, yeah. and you can filter to some degree. I mean, it's not a full blown search engine like Google. Mm -hmm. comma. However, it does. Um, you are able again to choose your topics. The topics you answer most often, you're going to start getting questions about those topics, and people are going to ask you to answer. You know, exactly. I answer biology questions, so I just got this crazy question about anaerobic bacteria, which will I will have to research the answer, but it's interesting to me. So I keep it. You can keep an answer later queue. Yes. So I try and queue up my answer later queue for things that are interesting to me. You can also do the market-esque thing, and you could answer based on how many people are following for that answer. And Quora also has a most wanted category. So you yes. prioritize based on, and some of those questions, I look at them often and they are pretty obscure, but some of them have <laughs> hundreds of people waiting for, and some of them are sort of annoying, like, like, you know, Snapchat tech support questions. It's like, why can't yeah. you just Google this? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, it is what it is. So yeah, you can prioritize based on topic, Your followers. Totally. Yeah. Which I think is important. And then again, it's your time. So yes. if there's something that you don't want to talk about, don't answer it. Totally, totally. And as any other social network is a very good tool, but like don't let it become your own master. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Number seven, in order for your answer to be seen and found, you learn how to format it, make them shorter, appealing, and then find the things that will make them stand out. Yes. So it means that, for instance, although I answer with 10 ideas, which makes really like bulky answers, like huge amount of text, uh, I always try to format them, like to highlight important things, uh, to make them uh, like visually appealing uh, and to make it like approachable for more people. Because as uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says, like we don't read uh, on internet like horizontally, we just skim through the text vertically. And you want your answer to be seen and you want people to be able to like, aha, uh -huh, just skim through it and get the most important idea. Then, of course, people who want to know more will read it thoroughly, but they don't have to. Uh, you want to make tasks for your reader as easy as possible. And it's really good to force yourself to express your idea in short, succinct, succinct way and yeah, to, to make it like more digestible. Now, one of the biggest controversial topics on Quora is the fact that like it, it, you can't always have like a one word or a one, you know, they're very anti, it's not Twitter. You, you, yeah, you know, you're true. almost required to have more than, and it does seem that the rules are, are perhaps different for user to user. Some of the more mm -hmm. experienced and acknowledged writers seem to have a little bit more allowance in what they're allowed to do and not, but I know personally, if I put a one sentence answer, like somebody asked, what's the standard size of a garage? 
uh-huh. and I put in 22 by 11 feet. Yeah. And, you know, I, I kind of press it. it. That's the answer. I don't have anything else to say. That is the yeah. answer. And then they won't take it. So I'm not alone yeah. in being sometimes a little frustrated by that. I don't have anything else to say about that. You yeah, answered, yeah, I answered. Yeah. I'm done. You know? Yeah, I know a guy asked a question. <laughs> How did people cook the rice before rice cooker? And someone answered, in the pot. <laughs> they're like <laughs> that's it <laughs> yeah so it's there kind of an ongoing thing so you do want to be terse and you do want to and again i like the thing of what you say about appealing because i do sometimes go back in and space my answers yeah, spacing when you know negative space is a, is mm-hmm. a bigger deal because it just makes it easier especially internationally when we're writing in english and we don't know if we're dealing with english as a second language audience yes it's just sort of a courtesy you know? Yes, definitely. And that's something we should also uh, like do with our uh, blog posts, Facebook posts and everything. So yeah, it's underestimated. And But I mean, you should invest some effort in that because it will make your content. And pictures. You can add pictures, pictures to your core posts. They don't encourage pictures with words. Nobody wants pictures with words. Even Facebook doesn't want pictures with words. But yeah, just like insert a photo or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you can't answer a Quora question with a photo that has words on it. You still have to answer a answer. good amount of verbiage. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Number eight. Uh, Quora is really good uh, market research tool. So uh, Quora will probably save you a lot of time uh, because you can see exactly what people care about, what people struggle with, what people upvote, what resonates with people, what kinds of questions are people do people have on certain topic? That's really good. Uh, so, for instance, yeah, my answer, like, how can I make my life simpler, received so many upvotes, and that was an important clue for me. Like, aha, uh-huh, that's something that people really care about. Like, people really want to know more. And people are probably, like, sick and tired of chaos and, like, managing hundreds of different things at the same time. So they probably want to have tools that will enable them to simplify simplify their life. And that's valuable thing. Like that's very valuable insight. I never thought of that before. I think it's interesting because I also think it reflects on the fact that we're not getting a lot of these basics in our schools. Totally, totally. Yes. So you see a lot of these questions. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, do you have some examples as well uh, from your own research and Quora, Michelle? Oh, I'm trying to think of the one I answered today was for a, oh, I had a confidence question from a 22-year-old who said, I don't have any confidence and I'd like to know it. So that was my list of 10 things for today. And I said, you know, ask, go someplace and ask for ice and, and, you know, stand in front of the mirror and sing out loud. And when you go to work, ask a question or research the meeting topic and ask a question in the meeting and you make yourself a little bit uncomfortable. Yes, yes, that's really good. And then you you see that you can, uh, if you write really good Quora answer, it can become a blog post. And then you can attract your like ideal audience or someone else. It's like if you had 10,000 people reading Simple, that's a book. Yes, yes. That's a book. Definitely. Definitely. If you you sell a 99 cent book to 8,000 people, that's all Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, (laughs) totally, totally. Yeah. (laughs) What else do we need? You're right. Yeah. Number nine, you learn how to over-deliver, write with love, and give it for free to show a genuine care. Mm, yeah, that's true. So you will be very unlikely the first person to respond on a certain question. So you will see like what people are usually answering, and of course you don't want to repeat. 
same things. So you will force yourself to be a little bit different, a little bit creative, to surprise, to make people like astonished, delighted. And then you will learn how to over deliver. Like no one asks me like, oh, Milena, can you write 10 things about this topic? No, that's what I'm forcing myself. And then people people feel that because it's not easy to write 10 ideas. You know, you know it, Michelle, pretty well, right? Yeah, I, I kind of force myself and then I come up with some really, really good counterintuitive things. And then I think in life, in business, whatever, it's always good to over deliver and to show care and to show love. I mean, everything on Quora is for free. And I have recently like wrote an answer like, why should anyone provide his knowledge for free? But basically, if you show love and show care and show that you're, you have an expertise and you are creative, people will be willing to buy from you whatever like your sellings. Sure, absolutely. And I don't want people to have the idea that this is all like a love and oatmeal site. I mean, there is some super technical answers. You've got the leaders in physics and in engineering and in, yeah. in, in NASA and everybody's there. You know, even yes. Ashton Kutcher's on there as himself. Somebody asked, there was a one, he was allowed a one word answer. Uh -huh. somebody, said, <laughs> Does somebody edit Ashton Kutcher's answers and he wrote back, no. No, <laughs> you got That's, to put no. That that was yeah. that, right? Hey, Milena, when you um, when you post a Quora, what do you do with? Let's say there's a question that has two hundred answers, but it's got three hundred followers. Would you take the time to answer that question or would you just feel like it was saturated? Well, it depends. But basically, I try to come up with my own answers. Of course, you cannot skim through all 200, 2000, whatever answers that have been posted before. But I, I believe there is a value to force to force myself. to. Yeah, I mean, this is a personal question. I was just wondering, would you yeah. take the time to answer that or would sure. you think that nobody would ever see it among the other 300 answers? Uh, What's funny is that I think people like highly followed questions with many answers. I believe you your answer is more likely to be seen than if you have like two followers and two other answers, like no one's going to see that. But what what's really good is no one is going to take your mental and creative workout away from you. And then your followers can be able to see your answer. So I don't know. I, I'm I, first I try to pick uh, questions with the like a lot of followers, a lot of upvoters and stuff. But now I think I just write anything. For the question. You just go <laughs> yeah, for the question for the, that yeah. resonates with you. Exactly. Exactly. Now, your ink and your Huffington Post post, how did, how did that happen? So, yeah, people from Inc. or Huffington Post are on Quora. There are many, many publications. So these two are not like all there is. They have sent me direct message like, hey, Milena, we saw your answer to question this. We really like it. They sent, they they provided a link to my answer. And they said we really like it. It would it would resonate with our audience. Uh, would you allow us to pub publish it on our platform? And I'm like, sure, why not? And sometimes they introduce little edits there, mm -hmm. but it's not it's nothing like significant. They don't change anything, uh -huh. like substantially. And then yeah, in just a couple of days, like less than a week. They, they publish it and that's really good. I mean, they, they refer to your Quora account and then I have links to my Twitter, my blog and yeah, that's that, that was really good. That's really nice. And so yeah. do you remember which of your posts went to Inc and which one went to HuffPo? Uh, so I had on Inc, I had, uh, does anyone really enjoy life? <laughs> so yeah, that, <laughs> I wrote yes. 
<laughs> yes, some of us do enjoy life and here are 10 tips for you. How can you enjoy more? And they wrote it under some title like 10 secrets of people that are happy people that are not faking it. You have it. to give <laughs> me those links for the show yeah, notes. I'll do that. I'll yeah, do that. that's totally cool. And did they put like all the pictures and did they populate uh, it with photos? I didn't have any photos in that one, but they, they put their own photos. So they, they formatted it a little bit. Uh, to fit their own. Uh, Did Huffington Post use the same the same question or a different one? Uh, no, Huffington Post published my question. How do you how do you get rid of bad habit? Ooh. So yeah, that one was really good. I think that one was really good, but it received like not very high number of upvotes on Quora. But anyways, uh, as I told you, like no one's going to take your mental workout away from you. And then we talked about Quora Digest. But your answers. How long have you been doing this? You, you she has, she's got like seven hundred over a half a million views yeah, on her so content. I don't have. I have seventy something answers so far. These are all like 10, 10 ideas. So they're a little bit bigger and a little bit more. How long do you so, think you participated in Quora before you got grabbed by Inc. and HuffPo? Oh, uh, not for too long. I think only only a couple of months, two or three months. I'm telling you guys, she dragged me into this cooking and speaking. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like totally in it. Totally yeah. in it. And uh, we, we both love it. We it's both really love good. It. And we want, that's why we wanted to talk to you guys on the podcast so that you can join us on Quora. We've got one more comment here and then we'll wrap and we'll give you our IDs on Quora so that you guys can get addicted to Quora too. We See how it is. <laughs> share information and upvote each other. And it's just great. I mean, it's, all my all my people are totally smart and cerebral yeah. and intelligent. So I, I know that you all have something good. to offer. And I know that with the half an hour of television you're watching, turn off the TV and take 10 minutes a day to answer one question. And it's just, I think it's a life improver. Totally, totally. And just like answer questions you feel like attracted to, like don't answer just anything, make it pleasant, make it really nice. So yeah, you can enjoy that creative practice. And well. I do, I am a frequent passer, like there's a pass button mm -hmm. and I go through things that I don't want to have anything to do with pass, 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 yeah. pass. <laughs> so yeah, that's part of prioritizing and filtering, you know, you know, medical emergencies. I see a lot of medical emergencies. I, I cut off my arm and I don't know. It's like, oh my goodness, go to the doctor. <laughs> What pass, pass, pass. Some of those I report, you know, and it's his reason. I said, yeah. it's an emergency. Why are they asking the internet? Yeah, and our, yeah, there is that, right? Yeah, the our friend Lat from the from Idea Machine Group, he answered the question like, what will, what, what, what type of questions will be asked in Quora like in 50 years from now? And then it's like, oh, should I tell my wife about my clone and that kind of stuff, <laughs> you know? And then I'm like, okay, Lat, that's very like awesome set of. Uh, like very futuristic very questions and stuff. Yes, brilliant. Very and then creative. I wrote the comment, you know, lad, uh, that's the thing, like, I love your ideas and everything, but I believe uh, another question that's going to be asking Quora for 50 years from now is, I'm in love with girl, but she loves someone else. What should I do? <laughs> Some questions will never, ever change. <laughs> so number 10. Yeah. So number 10, you learn cool new things, which makes you good interlocutor, which makes you think love and have a lot of fun. And I think that's very, very productive way to use your free time. Yeah, because we could have a whole podcast is based on questions and maybe we should do that. We could oh, get a, right. a question here and there. I don't <laughs> yeah. mind. Again, Milena is totally interesting girl. She's working on her PhD and doing research on concrete. So I totally 
want to talk to her more about that. And I am brainstorming my own list of 10 things we can do with concrete research, (laughs) earthquake retrofitting and (laughs) recycling and shelter and emergency care. And uh, send that to me, Michelle. Yeah. I mean, God, we can splint bones. We can, I mean, there's this, it's, that's a huge topic and she works at an indoor outdoor lab. So Milena, tell us your Quora ID for everyone. Yeah, so my Quora ID is uh, exactly the same as my name. So it's M-I-L-E-N-A, Milena, uh, Rangelov, R-A-N-G-E-L-O-V. Yeah, and I am Michelle Trainer on Quora. And if you find one of us, you're going to find the other one. Definitely. Absolutely. We are are following and uploading each other and writing comments and helping each other. So, yeah, that's really, really great. I encourage you all to join. Take a look at Quora. You can read it without joining. You can look up questions and answers and topics Mm -hmm. and see if it's a fit for you. I, I just think that it's one of the more interesting social media things. I do think it's a productivity tool. I do find it very fun and entertaining on a cerebral level, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. And then again, look at Milana's published. You can get published. Forbes is on there. Fortune is on there. She got picked up by Inc. and Huffington Post. I mean, it's, you know, it's significant. Yes, yes. And there are people from all that platforms that are searching for good content. So, yeah, that's that's very good place to be and to show your expertise and your care. So. And even networking, too. There's an opportunity oh, yes. there to interact directly exactly. with CEOs, innovators of all levels, multiple all levels. levels, multiple yes. countries. It's pretty amazing. All realms of expertise. Yes. Many, many, many cool people on Quora. Yeah, and then the question answering is a little bit of, you know, it's sort of uh, social proof, right? Yes, definitely. Who are you really? What do you really got? What do you really think? Yes. How do you really answer? You know, yes. so there's that, which I personally think is a little bit more interesting than having a pedicure on Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So uh, thank you so much, Michelle. It was really great to be on Michelle the Trainer podcast. Thank you. And we'll see you on Quora, everyone. Oh, yes, yes. See you on Quora, and I would like to say hi to your audience and wish them, like, good, productive Quora life. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. All right, bye, hon. Bye-bye. Find us at M-I-C-H-E-L-E, thetrainer.com. Read Michelle's blog posts at engineeringwellness.com. At M-I-C-H-E-L-E, trainer on Twitter. 